0: Hi, this is Ricky Stewart, and if you want to listen to a Raiders podcast, then you should listen to the official one Behind the Limelight, not this rubbish with Flaky Blakey. Blake and the
1: Pork. Blake and the Pork. Blake and the Pork. It's Raiders Review with Blake and the Pork.
0: Hello and welcome to Raiders Review with Blake and the Pork. I'm the Pork. I'm Blake. And you're listening to what was previously known as the third most popular Raiders podcast on the internet, coming to you from the filthiest store and buried somewhere in the Bowser Civic, the location of which we will never reveal, were we, Blake? No. And it's also brought to you with the incredibly outrageously dubious support of the Greenhouse, the Camber number one fan forum on the internet. Get online and get engaging, as well as with the cash money sponsorship of the great people down at Landspeed Records. Come in and get your CDs, your LPs, your T-shirts, your posters, and of course, all your fantastic audio technique here, which is just absolutely magnificent, isn't it, Blake? Sure is. And we're once more joined all the way from not the West Coast of uh, not the United States of America, but from is it the west coast of New Zealand? New Zealand.
2: It's the east coast. I'm in Rotorua. Hello, mate. Uh, Hello, uh,
3: listeners. Are you used to the smell yet? Because I went to Rotorua as a kid, and like the first 24 hours, I was like barfing the whole time. And then I went to bed, and I woke up in the morning. I was like, I can't smell the sulphur anymore. <laughs> yeah, you just get used strong. to it. But when you first I mean... arrive there, it's intense, man.
2: Yeah, I remember coming over here when I was probably 22. My brother was playing in the Under-21s Rugby World Cup, and Dad and I drove down from Auckland when they had a couple of days off, and we lasted about three hours before we drove down to Taupo. But um, now I'm in Rotorua right now just uh, doing a bit of work, which is fun, and I'm excited to to watch the Raiders run around this weekend. It was sad not having a rugby league game in the fall last weekend, although was it as sad? as the game the week before probably not it's I'm, been a rough couple I'm not of sure weeks it could be
1: no
0: well, it has and there, there's some news that comes in that makes it even harsher i mean black you went
3: out to the uh the reggies match last weekend I did. the packs and we we suffered some injuries we did there was there were some a couple of injuries came out of that game the worst of which was um harry rushton uh he went off the field obviously with a broken jaw when i left the game he was sitting in the back of an ambulance the poor the poor guy but yeah he's he's got a bad jaw break. And I'd say he's, they're saying eight to 10 weeks. I think that's, yeah. that's his season done and dusted.
2: If you jump online and, and on Twitter and look at NRL physio, he's posted a bit of a picture of the fracture and I it's as that. bad as it gets. It's split the whole jaw. It's completely just, it's, he's probably going to be on a plane straight after surgery to go back and see his family, I think. And, and we wish him well and hope to see him. In yeah, he might, season. might, cause... might
3: set off a few metal detectors as well. I'd say they'd have to put, to put a few plates <laughs> yeah. like with a break like that, but no, he was actually, he was great. Um, for the start of the match, and look, when when I got to the game, I had no idea, but Matt Lodge was playing, and he went out there. And when you see Matt Lodge up close and personal, my God, you feel sorry for that family in New York because he is a truly terrifying individual. He's a he's an absolute monster. People are like, oh, did you yell at anything? Did you heckle him? And I was like, no way, man. If he came over that fence, came looking for me, I'd be terrified. But Harry Rushton was not terrified of him, I and mean, Harry Rushton was going head to head with him for the whole the whole first half, and was actually. Um, from a, from a kickoff, um, another rooster's guy, got a, a young guy they've got come, coming through called Xavier Var. Have you guys you guys familiar with him? He ma- no, but I, is I saw massive. I saw
2: the picture of him next to Paul Gallen a
3: couple yes. of days ago. He makes yes. Paul
2: Gallen look like a midget.
3: I know he is massive. So he took this huge um, hit up off uh, off the kickoff, and Harry Rushton's gone in there, and that was that was the one that he he busted his his jaw.
2: Well, they don't to make him tougher than to the north of England, do they?
3: Honestly, like- no, no, they don't. If
2: no, you bust and that it,
3: jaw, you're, you're going to bust any jaw. There are a couple of other injuries picked up in that game as well. Your man Matt Semi Valame, who who up to that point wasn't, I would say, having having. Shush a, a now, quiet... I won't hear it. I won't hear he it. I've watched
2: the highlights now, oh, and I don't know. He I'm wasn't still, having I was a great sure.
3: game in my in my view. Uh, all you're the, a blasphemer. all the all the Roosters you're tries. He's a
2: specimen, mate. He is a specimen. Oh, he is. And...
3: There's no doubting he's a specimen. But all the Roosters tries were scored down his side, and his side actually even when he went once he went off continue to leak. It was quite interesting. Jason Taylor stood right behind me the whole game on the walkie talkie. So I heard absolutely everything that he was saying. Um, So he was on that that side where the crowd was sitting and then the bench is on the other side of the field where Ricky was on the other side of the field, not on my side. But um, he said, keep on going down that side and and it was paying dividends. So it wasn't entirely Sammy that was, was leaking. On that Thank side. you for
2: acknowledging that. We're still in the right. semi fan club over here. Yeah, it's it's in, it's it's dwindling. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> mate, I'm a party it's of one,
3: dwindling. but I
2: but I I don't know, man. Like I look it upside so and <laughs> no, no, I'm on the, I'm on the semi
3: trail. No, no, but just we it, we, we it, get, it I, get I get I get feedback <laughs> from listeners just going, is is Matt taking the piss about the whole semi thing? Because they no, can't I, believe it. I'm, looking, they, for, I'm look looking for
2: strike weapons out wide, and and that's one of the things which. It, it, it pains me to say, but having watched Jack in that uh, first state of origin, I'm, I'm really nervous that maybe he's out of position at our club. And, and I look at, you want him to have his
3: hands on you the ball. You want Sammy to move time. to six? No, I want
2: Sammy at six. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's more like we don't have strike out wide. We're, we're, yeah.
3: we're, we're winning most we, games But we do. Front. We do. Like Matt Tippico really? has strike and we don't give him the ball. And when yeah. he does get early ball, he does something with it. And then we don't give him the ball again. He, he can bust tackles. He, yeah, is I a, know. He, he is a So could strike
2: Jack center. and so could probably semi. We just don't... But think about it like this, right? So we've got a guy who's playing 5'8", whose best instincts we know are when you want to run first. And yet he passes early. And sometimes he can he can skip outside, draw a man, and then get the pass away. But have we seen Jack put too many people in a gap? Like, a say, for instance, someone that's almost a dual position player like a Nico Hines. Now, I'm, I'm not saying Jack is like... A true 5'8, like a Cody Walker or whatever, that's not going to hit that hit that edge himself. But I don't know, man. Like I'm just starting to wonder whether we want that weapon of a body who gets the ball and always thinks run first, doesn't have to distribute. Like that game against Newcastle, he passed the entire first half. And I'm just yeah, I'm getting more and more nervous as the season's going on that yes, he is clearly our our best player, our highest strike weapon, but in the modern game he's getting less and less chance to have a one-on-one uh, run when he's playing at 5'8. And I just wonder if Schneider to me, looks more like a five, eight. I wonder to me whether there's a chance to try and get Fogarty on one side, Schneider on the other or Frawley, even if, you know, God forbid later in the season, if we probably are out of calculations for the finals and we, we try and get Jack just thinking run, 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 run. Like he did in that state of origin. He was clear and above the best player on the field in the, in the, Peak of N- N- NRL when the best player. For New South
3: Wales, play. for New South Wales, his best player on yeah. the field. I, you'd be you'd be at a stretch to say he played better than Munster in that game one.
2: No, he didn't. I'll You're imagine. right. You're right. You're right. You're right. But for
3: New South Wales, he was undoubtedly the best. The best player, well, which is why to... I was so upset that he couldn't find a spot anywhere.
2: Well, that's yeah. 17. I mean, Freddie's almost my ass clown of the week, but I just, yeah. I don't think that's
0: definitely. Done. I know he's sitting in the 18th man. I oh, don't. But I'll be very it.
3: You always say this. I will it be never happens. He come in. It never happens. I mean, even Telecom, I be... even Telecom himself has said that he was shocked that um. It's he's madness, got the mate.
2: Fight. It's madness that Stephen
3: Crichton, who has played less, yeah.
2: he's been one of our worst players. I mean, players.
3: I know that the whole the whole thing is like obviously you know Burton and Jack are left sided players, and Burton did such a good job at left center, and obviously he's he's kicking you know, it was was a big change that New South Wales needed. But Crichton has been absolute garbage. He's been the worst player for New South Wales in Game 1 and 2. And I actually had a look at the stats from Game 2. Uh, basically, everyone in the back five ran for 200 metres, or if they didn't go over 200 metres, they came very close to it. Crichton ran for like 40 metres, man.
2: Yeah, he's not, man. The- I, I think he's a winger, to be honest. Anyway, but one of the things that someone pointed out, I don't know where it was in the media this last couple of weeks, that actually, in State of Origin, what's kind of interesting is having a left sided center playing on the right side because you need someone coming out of those that hard yards out of your own 20 yard meter line that actually is going to take the ball off the ruck on the left side and has a strong left side step. So, attacking when you're in there, when you're in the opposition, you know, red zone, you, you want to be able to on your dominant side. But when you're trying to truck it out, which is so important at State yeah, of Origin, it's the, it's the it big thing. It doesn't. It doesn't. It's not a weakness having a left-sided dominant player play right center because they kick, they kick it down to the winger, the winger runs it up, and then who's going to take that first run? If I would rather have Jack Whiten or Stephen Crichton taking that first or second run out of our own yardage, I know who I'd pick every time. Yeah. And yeah. It's, I think I think Freddie's made a mistake, and it makes me wonder whether it's a Penrith bias. You know, you look at RCG and you look at, I don't know, there's just a whole lot going on That's, down there. That Yeah, it's that, not good. Yeah, it's not good yeah. i i'm a bit of a glad well fan. the, the issue
0: is they're not going to lose anyway because Munster's out of it so yeah, i just yeah. don't see i can't oh, see don't queensland. write queensland
3: off don't write queensland off by the yeah, time but... people don't by the time people hear this oh no i guess this is coming out on wednesday so some people have heard this before the origins
0: so. some will have heard it otherwise yeah, yeah we will just look the other so the semi-trailer actually got injured so he's Mate, so yeah someone
3: yeah so he got it was like a a collision sort of off the ball and they taped him up he tried to come back on uh, and then he hobbled around he didn't come back on for the second half. The other one in the second half, um, Trey Mooney took an intercept and he sort of, you know, he saw the trial and he went to go to top speed and he pulled up like all money that he'd done, his hammy but in fact he was, it's actually an ankle, to be determined and he was in a moon boot Uh, after the game Well that's
2: okay, depending on the injury that's not ideal it could be a few weeks, but I don't know. Well, um,
0: and the other news we've got, of course, is that CNK is officially now unz-bound. Um, so he's coming over to join you. And judging by the team list, which we'll get to, he might already be on his way.
2: There's been a little bit of bad blood in a couple of the podcasts that I've listened to about how the Raiders might have treated CNK and how you know, we just cut him loose because we think Savage is the new shiny toy, which is completely wrong. Now, I just want to make it known to whoever might be listening, if they haven't, if they don't know, CNK k obviously moved over to Australia with a young family. Him and uh, the mother of his children split up and she's back in New Zealand. She actually lives just down the road here in Taupo with two of his kids. And last year during his spine uh, issues, uh, the Raiders granted him a release to come and spend time here in New Zealand. And he did. And then when he got back to australia he missed them terribly so when he got to see them again this year we all know as raiders fans maybe that his young son went up to him when they first caught up and said daddy i don't know if i was ever going to see you again and that broke CNK's k's heart so he's yeah. gone to the club and he said if, if there is an opportunity i'd love to go back to new zealand yeah. and the club's given him a release it's it's i i, I completely give such um kudos to you know, Ricky and the club for being able Mm -hmm. to let this, this, this amazing player. When
0: when he left Paramount and came back to Canberra, everyone thought it was this reason, that reason. It was for family. He came back to Canberra for family. Obviously there was an offer there that allowed him to do it, but that's why he came back. He's the last person in the world is not going to hear that and say, right, that's what we do. Exactly.
2: And I'm, I'm so, so, I mean, you guys know when I first jumped on this podcast at the beginning of this season, how much of a fan I am of, um, Nick Cookstar. I think he's just an in- incredible human being, and he's got an incredible story. And I'm really happy that he gets a chance to go back to his childhood club and spend some time with his kids.
3: Yeah, and play yeah. The league, so. Look, I, all, I'm happy to see. I'm happy that we let him go. But I, I look, I think that the club probably, you know, different circumstances. Look, we weren't as keen to let George Williams go this time last year, and you know. But that had I to think, do with I a certain think,
2: player manager as well. Yeah,
3: but I, I think we've seen the best of Cnk. to be honest. We might have. I think George, we have. I think George George the way he plays... at the
2: same time to the Gold Coast. There was a few more extenuating circumstances there with George Williams where he wanted to... There was. The there was a it little bit of
3: annoyance you know, could do, have have know, do you know how he's gone out since, out, since so. he went back to England? Not good. No, not that great, apparently. No. But he struggled as well.
0: Time to move on, though. Now, unfortunately, we have to talk about the fiasco at Wollongong, the Dragons' fiasco. I mean, do we really?
2: Do we really? We we do. Look,
0: there it was pissing down rain. There were errors everywhere. There were brain explosions everywhere. And unfortunately, it all culminated in an absolutely shocking state of affairs where. We should have at least had a kick for goal, so we could lose that match in in golden point, which we almost certainly would have. No, we but wouldn't. we should have at least had the opportunity. But unfortunately, it was a 4 p.m. Win. Sunday game, which meant it was running into the news, and there was no way in the world they were ever going to give a penalty, were they? No, so no, they would never. Tell us that
2: stat, Paul. Tell us that stat.
0: Uh, they, they would never they would never do that. Though. The, the, the rugby league profe- is a professional sport. It wouldn't care about broadcast times and running into the high-rating six o'clock news, and therefore they would never go into Golden Point, so they wouldn't blow a penalty that was obvious as a bollocks on the dog. They wouldn't do that, would they, Matt? That, that would be an outrageous conspiracy.
2: No. Well, since 2017, there's been 36 Golden Point games. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, how many do you think have been on the Sunday afternoon? The pork... The pork educated us during a WhatsApp chat a few days ago. Running running
0: into the, the six o'clock news on, on Channel 9 on Sunday night, which of course then is a preface for um, the other, you know, that, that's the golden that's the golden time of uh, viewing for the week. The so highest rating minutes, news
2: program of the year.
0: Highest rating and it goes into there. So the chance they're going to delay that, they might have to do it for the cricket. Don't necessarily have to do it for the rugby league though. In
2: 36 golden point games, how many were on that Sunday pork?
0: I think it's one, was it? Only it's
2: one. one. It's Only, like one. Of... Wow.
3: Only one. It's madness. Only one. Oh my Because you can't. That Sunday it... night. That Sunday night news is is filled with like great st- stories. The city news. It's usually been like a stabbing somewhere and a car yeah. caught on
0: fire. It, and... is
2: their, it is their highest rating um, news though, and which is it's yeah. big it big is. For, having it worked for it, for it before, network.
0: but look, it, I mean, it'd be scurrilous for anyone to even suggest that rugby league referees wouldn't blow a penalty. They wouldn't, they try and stop a game going to golden point just because of that. I mean, it's ridiculous. Anyone saying that sort of thing would just be conspiracy theorists par excellence. Wouldn't they?
3: You know, for all, for all the stuff that came out and for all the, you know, it obviously should have been a penalty and they should have blown it. Should have been three penalties. Six against a joke and we hate it. And, you know, all these things always, we're the team that suffers and they change rules, you know, post the Raiders. But, um, it kind of papers over the fact that you know we were our own worst enemies in that game oh yeah we were and there shocking. was something uh, so there was something Tim that made me want to go on the burst yes short dropouts oh my god after, after the after the, the game against Newcastle and I was like we've got to stop these short dropouts and obviously it's a wrapper brain explosion it's obviously not coming from rapper it's coming from Ricky. Because they obviously went to that game with a plan to do short dropouts. And so, basically, we lost that game more so on the fact of the two short dropouts than we lost it on, on the actions of, of Peter The, Gop- the
0: worst one, is, it's, Jack got his hand to that one. I yeah, still don't it? think it broke the plane.
1: It uh, if that the plane? It, it, no,
2: I care because that's not a try, Blake. I watched the Graham Manersley Monday afternoon bullshit story where he's oh, like... Oh, you do it, that? And they, you they, mean, they can you be angle.
0: beaten in an argument by a fifth grader?
2: They show an they show an angle. It did not break the play.
3: But who it cares? Go... Who cares? Why should we benefit from the fact that we can't even kick it ten meters? You know what I mean? It, it's like Well, the we week before it goes we advantage.
0: benefited from the fact that there was a knock on before Edric Lee went on. That's the rules. But if you're gonna tap a ball back, make sure
2: someone's behind you. Yes, exactly. He should have just caught it. And so that was
1: that was that was it. was it.
3: That was the amount try. That was the amone yeah. try. And so okay, well that didn't go very well. Let's try it again. Then it definitely clearly didn't break the plane, and and we gave them the the penalty two points, and that was the difference in the end. Speaking so, of other tries, really Ricky, was, I mean, it's on Ricky. It's not on. It's not on Rapper. I thought it, dropping the kickoff in the second
0: half was pretty bad. There's a and, whole bunch
2: of pretty bads. not kicking it out, Jack.
0: Yeah, I but, went to you know,
2: Xavier Savage wasn't there to try and tackle. I mean, I don't want to tackle Moses sorely, Jesus Christ. But uh, oh, no, that's, that was Whitehead's fault. That that's was Whitehead's
0: Elliot fault. Whitehead. He can't change direction And in the wet. It got even worse. And those I, are the things we lost the match on. But you know, the other one I would
3: say, the other one I'd say is just, just about this short dropout thing. I'm still going on the burst about it, right? This is my segment. All right, um, on the burst. On New South Wales Cup, when I was in the weekend, the Raiders got a dropout against uh and they, against went short, North and they did the short dropout
2: i love a short dropout and did, i've got
1: to say it Screw and it, it didn't you, come
3: off it didn't come off so that's you i've seen what? the raiders do four short dropouts recently and they've screwed them all so you it, know you know it's, why, it's all well good if you can do them but if you can't do them put it away but you know
2: why i think some of the teams are starting to do that now is because defense like attack is so potent that we all know about a seven tackle set from the 22 that generally if you get seven tackles from your own 22 you're going to be able to have maybe one or two attacking raids on their line that most teams now prefer to defend on their own try line as opposed to 20 to 30 meters out because the fullback can defend in the line yeah. so you're defending with 13 so i think maybe the raiders have just realized they they would rather take the risk of trying to get the the short drop out and then defend only 10 meters or 15 meters, then kick it 40 and defend from 25 meters. And they'll probably take the percentages of maybe one in four, but yeah, they but haven't. There's, but there's I, so I, don't, shit I don't mind, but I, that's the thing. I don't mind the way that they're attempting it. Their execution is not great. Like if you look at rugby yeah. union, um, they've perfected the way that you, which I you go don't, after but you ball. know, you could, I guess <laughs> maybe you, you could should, look at rugby union you you what, it, I don't, some of the rugby league games lately are pretty shit, and the Wallabies are starting to play decent.
0: Putting, yeah, but anyway, a Yellow
2: card for an insert, I taking
0: I speak for players oh, as well when I say fuck rugby union. <laughs> fuck rugby union. you I speak for probably ninety-five percent of uh mate. Nineteen um, years of Brumby's member convincingly didn't even get a text, didn't get a phone yeah. call, a text, or an email. <laughs> fuck rugby union. The Canberra Raiders were straight on the blower. That's, that's where, all I'm that's, telling you.
2: That's where we've got to actually get behind Ricky's, because he's actually taken Canberra back for the Raiders when I was yeah. there in the late '90s. It was a brumbies town. Oh, early two thousands, early two thousands. Yeah, yeah, massively right. But um, no, I just think if if we could perfect, it feels like we've decided the statistics probably are in our favor, but we haven't actually figured out a better way to support the guy, try, the guy trying to catch the ball. So Jack taps it back to no one. Rapper jumps up with one hand and knocks it forward. There's a bunch of ways that we could probably perfect the execution of it, and we might actually be one of the first Could we teams grab that...
3: one guy around the waist and like lift him up? So We we'll can. There's no rule. Like We I were don't the first think there team
2: is. to perfect <laughs> the strip, right? We were the first team to perfect the strip. And, and now not?
3: we're the team to perfect losing the ball
0: in a strip. I think we've been yeah. the most stripped team in the game. Yeah. Look, the kickoff and the dropout that game. I've always wanted to see perfected is the person taking it, nailing it as hard as they can to the person straight in front, either on the 10-metre line for the, the dropout or for the kickoff, you nail it at them as hard as you freaking can and say, catch that fucker. Because A, it's going to go really, really low and fast. So it's not going to go out of the dead. And if it does, it's going to do it on the bounce. But the chances are, they're going to be freaking out about it and they're going to drop it 50% of the time. So that's a great way to get the ball out. Like hammer it at someone and say, okay. either catch it
1: or
3: get out Move, of the way. Moving along and wrapping up this Blake on the Burst segment. Pork, <laughs> can you please send Ricky a text? Just saying, mate. Texas. A text A well, Put away the short dropouts. If I, see, if I see it this weekend. Yeah, no, I won't. I won't there will be health to pay. Short.
2: I won't be doing yeah, that. But you'll but be I'm my ass you, clown. There
3: was, there was something. I'm going to be your
0: ass clown no matter what. There was something that made me a little bit mad in the Dragons match. And you might say that it grinds my gears.
1: You know what really grinds my gears? And you
0: know what grinds my gears, Blake? And Matthew? You know what grinds my gears? Losing uh, to the fucking Dragons. Oh, yeah, my Maybe, um, God. How many rates? times are we going to lose to that <laughs> pack of half-witted, half-brained... They're just a dreadful team. They suck from one end of the field to the other. There is not only nothing special about them.
3: No, but there's they've, got about them you, they've got Ben They've got Ben Hunt, and he's
0: got fucking beat. No, no. There's something about us. We get down there, and we just crap our pants, act like two-year-olds, and we let these idiots beat us. Do you know how... Annoyed I am about watching Jack de Bellin celebrate a victory, especially in that circumstance. I'd love to see that guy dragged out by his whale tail and kicked in the bloody gutter. No, instead we're giving them two points. How many is how many matches have we lost now to the Dragons in those circumstances? I absolutely hate it, and it grinds my gears. Raiders, so get your right. act together. Don't pull that crap on me again. Otherwise, I swear, I'm going to get down there and I'm going to give you an earful. I'm absolutely going to give you an earful. It grinds my gears. Losing to the Dragons. That's pathetic. That was utterly pathetic. Destroyed my Sunday night. Destroyed it. Made the boy cry. And there was no good reason for it. And it's all on you. Don't bloody blame Peter Goff. He was an idiot. No question about it. But it was on you. You should have won it. You should have won it easy. And you choked and you blew it.
2: And it grinds my gears. Yeah. The Dragons were... I mean, you look at their forward pack on paper, and it kind of rings of a few years ago, right? So I was like, oh, they're, they're a pretty decent side, and you hear about, oh, you know, they've had a good year. Who and plays been Aaron Woods
0: back into form?
2: But who if you plays look Aaron at...
0: Woods back in form?
2: We do, do. They've had the know. easiest.
3: I don't know if he had a good
2: game, did he? The Dragons have had the easiest good. run to the comp at the beginning of the season, and them and South Sydney going to hit a pretty hard patch leading forward. But South obviously get trail back, but that. We lost to the Dragons last year at Wollongong in the Wind to an absolute Ben Hunt masterclass. We lost to a Dragons
3: this year to... You don't think that last 30 seconds was a Ben Hunt masterclass? That's the 30 he's seconds, was, But to, He's to us worth... Mistakes. People say he's a waste of money and everything else. He's,
2: nah, he's, he's, he's great. He's worth it. He's, he's almost playing himself into an Australian jersey. Really? Like, I, know, I think you, I I think going to be the number I seven for husband, Queensland.
0: Yeah. I'll be very surprised if he doesn't. Yeah.
2: But, anyway, that but, ground but, gears, but you know who else was annoyed? The Dragons annoyed? were mediocre. I just want to say, like they, they were mediocre and we lost to them. Oh, like, I think how many games reach, this year? I didn't
0: think they'd have to improve to hit mediocre.
2: How many games you know, and we, lost we lost to the teams that have played? Like, yeah. I don't know whether we drag them down to
3: a shitty level, but we've lost to teams that are no, it's disgraceful. fucking mediocre. It's disgraceful. But I didn't actually take it too badly. I didn't take actually take that loss too badly because I'd already given up on the season in the 73rd minute against Newcastle when I walked <laughs> out the, the dock. Because you're so pretty much, clown. I'm numb. Everything I'm numb from everything else now.
0: Yeah, yeah right. But I'll tell you someone who's uh, taken it much better than we expect, and that's Danny Stewart.
4: <clears throat> yeah, this is Danny Stewart, the uh, half-brother of a Camerota's uh, coach, Ricky Stewart. <clears throat> no,
5: first of all, I just want to uh, start by... Uh, Giving a uh, shout out to the uh, referees' boss there, uh, Graeme, and or Enno, as he's affectionately uh, known, for uh, admitting that the uh, the ref stuffed up on uh, Sunday. <coughs> uh, now, in regards to what uh, Graham actually said, I uh, I know I can uh, speak for a lot for all Raiders fans when I say that really uh, made me feel a lot better there hearing Graeme say that the uh, referee uh, didn't have the stones to. Uh, Call a penalty at the end there and uh, fucked up and uh, overlooked Benny Hunt's three indiscretions there and uh, basically cost us the game, uh, potentially cost us our season. Uh, but it really, uh, that really lifted my mood here in Graeme uh, there, admit that the uh, the ref got it wrong. <coughs> uh, as a footy fan, you just got to uh, take the good with the bad, uh, it all evens out. Um, and that's the, uh, the, you just got to uh, roll with the, uh, with the punches. Ah, oh, fuck me. <coughs> What is the uh, seriously? What is the uh, point of No coming out and doing that? <clears throat> as far as I can uh, see, it, it's just him going, uh, "Get that up your camera." Uh, the ref fucked up. There's nothing you can do about it now, and get on with it.
1: <clears throat>
5: no, really, not sure what the point is. And uh, No, you're an arse clown, mate. <clears throat> Peter Valandis, you're an arse clown as well, mate, because that uh, bullshit fucking uh, six again rule you boarding last year. Uh, something like this was always going to happen and we all knew <coughs> that the first thing that the uh, cost the game would be the uh, the mighty Canberra <coughs> So no surprises here, but uh, apart from that I really uh, Really enjoyed that game. Uh, what a classic it was in uh, terrific conditions <coughs> So that'll go down in the annals as one of the classics and uh, we've got to get back on the horse and uh, we've got an easy one uh, after the bye against uh, <clears throat> against the storm down in Melbourne, uh, so that uh, they shouldn't pose too many problems for us, and we can uh, get back on the horse and uh, march towards that semi-finals. So uh, let's put that one behind us and uh, go, you uh, go, your green machine.
0: And look, he is a shining beacon of reason and you know control um, amongst all the the other stuff uh, that's out there. But you know, like there there are there are people out there who are just absolute idiots. So coming to you for Raiders Plumbing because if you need arse, you need arse crack and that's where you go to to Raiders Plumbing. It's time for Arse Clown of the Week! (laughs) And I think it's quite clear that Arse Clown of the Week this week goes to the referee, Peter Goff. I I think we can all agree that a person who doesn't find a penalty in those three blatant areas and what's more, doesn't send the bloke to the sin bin. Now, the game might have been over. You're still able to send someone to the sin bin.
1: That at that area and say, that's, that's
0: professional foul, get off. Yeah,
1: you know, well, a the fact that he didn't foul. find
0: any of that, you know, and then it leads to, you know, conspiracy theorists coming up and say, well, he just didn't blow up because they don't blow them because they're not going to go into extra time and, and cut into the news. You know, that, that just leads to conspiracy theories coming out there. Of course, they would never do something like that. They would never do something like that, the the referees. But people are out there saying it, Blake. People are out there saying it, Matthew. Mm. They're saying that people aren't
3: blowing
1: penalties. Didn't Dave and Klemmer got sent off at the end broadcast. of the game. Is it the same the yeah, 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 yeah. But my no, ask, what should ask, have happened. Yeah. Sorry, Matt. What no, should have no, happened
3: mate. was um, yeah, we should have gone to Golden Point and we should have played Golden Point without them having Ben Hunt. That's what really should yeah, have exactly. happened, but it didn't.
0: Correct. It didn't. That's exactly what should have happened. Yeah. It should have sorry, been mate, you go. 10 minutes in the scene. Ben. It is with That's your right. ask, Here You go, Matthew.
2: No, mine's Vlanders again, always. He's just created such uh and maybe honestly, because Peter Goff's just a pawn in the whole problem yeah. that that's come up. Why do we have he a... doesn't sport... have an
0: outstanding pimp mouth, moustache. No, why do we, have, he doesn't have but the
2: why do we have a rule that is officiated differently in different parts of the ground? And now yeah. we know at different times of the game. So we're creating such a confused state for these referees that I almost feel sorry for them. Like you need... There's, there's 26 players on the field that are all... Alpha dogs, you know, that are all like they'll bleed and they'll break their jaw to win a match of footy. And then you got a, a skinny fella out there who's meant to command, you know, the entire energy out there. And we've got we've got guys that are confused. He's got a whistle. I know he has a whistle, but he he knew that it was on a kid mustache. If you if you looked at Peter Goff, he knew that he should have blown a penalty. But he didn't have yeah. the balls to do it. Yeah. And the reason why he's so insecure about that decision is because of landis and because of graham annesley they've created a situation now that referees are not the pinnacle they're not respected and that the goalposts have moved so often that that how we have a rule that is officiatedly officiated differently on the 40 meter line is fucking ridiculous How we have a field goal that means more if you kick it from outside of the 40 meter line is fucking ridiculous it is it
3: I mean, is not rugby league. Yeah, but they have th- they have three-pointers in basketball and they have, you know, they do have these things. But the don't thing have, Don't they have 9-point goals here. in the AFL preseason? Yeah, it's just, it, we've it, created... But like this, this is the this. sort
0: of thing that says this is an entertainment product. This isn't, this isn't a sporting competition. Of course, it's an, this product. Product. Of course what, it's an entertainment product. But what's no, no, entertaining but about rugby league been... and what
2: differentiates it from the other sports is that it's simplicity in its rules. That's why soccer is such an interesting sport for the majority of the world is because there are less rules, right? Rugby union loses fans because there are too many rules. Rugby league is creating... Zones in the field where it's a six again or a penalty or a two-point field goal—it's fucking ridiculous. Get it back. You talk to any ex-player, they will tell you that this is that they've jumped the shark. We've got we've let a horseman oh, into the he's, sport.
0: He's calling a shark jumping here. Uh, he's calling a shark jumping here, Blake. The sharks, a sh- sharks in America. The is, <laughs> is is it a shark jumping? The sharks in America. Shark no, no.
3: Peter Valandy is my ass clown as again, and the six what? again rule is is ridiculous. And this is always going to happen. And, and look, you, you can't constantly tinker the rule because for every right. you know action, there's a reaction. And, and you got smart coaches like Craig Bellamy and, and Robinson that are going to just find... Well, you change the rules, they'll find exactly. a new way to exploit We need to
2: simplify the sport. And you talk to any ex-player, and we, we all look back at when the sport was at its peak, maybe because we're Raiders fans in mid-90s. They could have sped up the game by reducing the amount of interchanges. They didn't need to have this stupid touch rule six again. And I'm just... He's not an ass clown. Peter Valantis is a fuckwit, and he's ruining the oh. sport. He's oh, there's
0: big words here! He's no, ru- I think
2: he's going out with mate, a long handle. He's ruining the sport, and I'm sick of it. I am. It's
1: a, I, a, the whole I'm the sick whole
3: situation we find ourselves with with Peter Valantis, and and this is why rugby league, you know, is is eternally a joke. In what other sport would you have someone that is the head of racing as then as a part time gig? Runs one of oh, the nice. biggest football. He's going over to America
2: next month on a fucking racing syndicate where he wants to try and sell the sport of rugby league, but it's on a racing ticket. It's.
1: Yeah.
3: And he and he's. The other thing, the other they thing
2: they is... just the NRL just bought a hotel in Queensland,
1: <laughs> and yet
2: they're not paying referees enough. It's fucking it's, ridiculous. It is ridiculous. I am sick is. of it. I'm gonna yell out of my window. Honestly, man. Like and, and the reason it's, why I'd be, I'd why be it's careful easy at the
0: Mayflower and downtown Rotorua about yelling the out, reason out why your window. So mate, easy you to might, be you upset might get upset Jake Raiders the Musk coming through it.
2: Well, Raiders fans, probably like Roosters fans, we were peeking up until Vladis Ball that we were setting our squads up on two to three to four to five year plans. Yeah. And then in comes fucking Vladis Ball. And now we've had to completely re what the sport means. And both of those clubs are struggling because you set up salary caps that are based on five, seven-year plans. We've got yeah. Croker. We've got Whitehead. We've got all of these players that, that the we, is, we the want... issue
3: is The issue is with the, with, the, with the way the contracts are done and stuff. And, you know, you look at Josh Papali's, Papali's recent struggles. Forwards are pretty much finished at 30 now and Mate, we've got these forwards signed until they're 34 and, and it's, it's, the way the game's currently being played name a forward in their 30s that's going well
2: it's all vlandis ah. and it's all comes down of vlandis because he just wanted to be the savior that came in during covid and then he decided to fucking introduce a bunch of touch rules yeah it's it honestly and it's the game has gotten it got this yep. bump because all the, all of the broadcasters channel nine fox and all of their fucking newspapers they needed to keep people interested so they were like look at this look at this look at this it's all these tries all these tries i also think but they've been they've literally been chasing their tail since whether it was yeah, yeah. magic round suspensions no, all this crazy. bullshit it's all crazy man it's all yeah. crazy
3: the other thing is that, that peter vlandy's escapes a lot of scrutiny from you know your you feel rothfields and your paul kent's and etc because he's he's not like you look at how uh, Peter Beattie was was treated by all those people as a, as a joke they he's all outsider, love landies queensland yeah. yeah but they also all love landies cuz he's from sydney and the racing connection Exactly. You, when, when there's when there's a big race day at Randwick, you don't think that Paul Kent and and uh, Phil Rothfield 100%. get the red carpet rolled out to them and they get up to whatever Mate, the chairman's lounge and
2: if everything. You, else? If you turn on NRL Fox, we hear it. Raiders now,
0: review with all... Blake and the Port would like to disassociate ourselves from any allegations that they there. No, is no I won't. I will one
2: hundred percent not disassociate myself. <laughs> you look at any comments of those <laughs> made by some of the
0: contributors <laughs> to Radio Review with Blake and no, the no, Port. Yeah, and it's not it's... necessarily endorsed by those Mate, who run. It's half. It's half time.
2: It's half of it's boxing then it's greyhound racing then it's a golf show it's like come on we're rugby league fans we just want we want the sport which we all love which we all fell in love with which was simple and the rules were clear and now no one knows what's going on
3: yeah rugby league should be enough on itself and we shouldn't need to have someone running one sport running another sport and like the conflicts i mean i've haven't had much of an issue in the past with the conflicts of interest whether they be phil gould or braith and astor commenting on the game but they drive the narrative and they have Phil Gould, Phil Gould
2: is one of the massive reasons why referees are in the spot that they are now. Phil Gould, every time he goes on Channel 9, talks about how weak the refereeing is, how poor it is, how inconsistent it is. And then we wonder why referees are getting yelled at in suburban grounds for kids all the time. When that guy had his neck busted in that, oh, it was a Friday night game, maybe Newcastle, something happened about three months ago, and Phil Gould came out and was like, it wasn't that bad, it wasn't that bad. Mate, honestly...
3: He didn't have I, a neck that was That was the that was the um, Carl Lawton speech. But I, I, I would love
2: to have more people like yourself, Blake, like you, Tim, in more influential positions, people that come from either a writing background or a knowledgeable background. You don't need to be an ex-player because so many of them don't understand. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we're getting a whole nother level. But if you look at some of the best writers in the NFL or the best writers in cricket, they're not always ex-players. just just let
3: dan just let dan from the sport just run the game he's clearly the smartest one of all of us just let him run the game yeah well anyway
0: i'm I'm, I'm, I'm too much of a hothead look the good thing is amongst all of these you know horrific things and going through the dragons and selection problems and old thing and blanders being an idiot and Goff being a thing is at least this week we come and have an easy match when we go down to melbourne and we take yeah have you
2: seen the team list
0: and the good thing about taking on the storm um, down in Melbourne is, you know, that they're, they're not a very strong team at the moment, and they come no. off a few easy wins, so they'll probably won't be up for this game. Um, so that's great news. I would have said for the Raiders. So they lost, you?
3: they lost, they lost their last two games. In all seriousness, they've lost their last two games. No, he's uh, setting it up.
2: Get get to your team list, Bork. We want to know how how Yeah. Weak okay.
3: They are. So <laughs> let, let's go in. Uh, so we
0: bring you the team list for a jerseys mega store down there on Iron Knob Street, Fishwick, just behind the cock. If you can't find the jersey you're looking for at a jerseys mega store down an iron knob street just behind the cock and fishwick, then you support a really shit team because they've got all the jerseys for any team that's worth following. Anyway, the team list. So let's look at this. Let's look at Melbourne first, right? So the whole bunch of no-no's. They've got uh, Nelson Asofa-Solomona, don't know much about him, Uh, a guy called Harry Grant at nine, Uh, a guy called Jesse Bromwich at eight. I think he's played for New Zealand before. Maybe. Then we got oh this guy's this guy's played for Queensland I think his uh, name is uh, but J-
3: Jesse Bromwich is is one of the forwards post thirty that I reckon's not having the impact. Anyway. Well, and then his brother Kenny's in number twelve, and
0: if then he, he plays, you got uh, shocked, but... then he got Josh King. Um, he's uh, he's playing uh, X of Newcastle he's playing down there uh, and he's, he's playing been really well in you got uh, Jerome Hughes uh, in the seven, Cam Munster he'll be nicely rested from his COVID breach in the number six, he won't at all be trying to uh, play really well in this match, no. then he got uh, Olam in four, Seve in three, who did not have a good match last out, on one wing you got uh, Meany, the other one you got Eremire, again didn't have a great outing last time but at the back, you got the mullet with everything, and that's Ryan Pappenheisen, um, and he's going to be up for a big one. Then you've got Rod Wishart's boy in 14. You've got Kamakamika in 15. You've got uh, Alec McDonald in the 16 jersey, and then in 17, you've got Jordan Grant, um, who's a reserve prop, and that's that's their side. So, Is he, he Harry's brother? Harry's brother? Yeah, of course he's Harry Grant. He's got the, he's got the same... Here? He's got the Tim Yeah, Tim that's Ray.
3: right. Um,
0: They're missing, yeah, obviously, the
2: cheese. They're missing the cheese, but yeah. it's by far. They are because
3: the, best the cheese, team they've named cheese went in a month. The cheese the is, is going to the judiciary tonight. And look, I reckon he'll get a couple of weeks. I don't think he's going to get some huge suspension, but he'll get at least. No, but, but as
2: a race, he's going to get then, a nice
3: I'll five or six.
2: No. I but I was one hoping I he's going to get one a big I was, I was hoping Kafusi was still no. over in the states because he's game, Sadly, no. I was also hoping okay. that Munster's still on his COVID, and then I was also hoping that Kenny Bromwich, having limped off with a bad knee because of that cannonball last week, wasn't going to play. But we've got them all. It was a
3: nasty. When something like that, so when, when so a cannonball or when a cannonball or a crusher or something goes against a Melbourne Storm player, I've got to say I'm less sympathetic. Because when, yeah, things, when things that the Melbourne Storm introduced into the game end up getting used on their players and, in the process, injure their players, yeah, I'm I'm a lot less sympathetic than I am for, for other people. When a Melbourne like player limps off the hip doesn't like drop, the
0: Melbourne Storm, just in case anyone Oh, I don't like their this. tactics. I don't like their who tactics. Who does? Who does, does like them? Like the Storm?
3: <laughs>
2: Fuck, who does? The uh, purple boats, people like the speed tactics. Speedboat dealerships? People purple. I don't know, like...
0: <laughs> yeah. Kiwis that live well, in Melbourne? Uh, yeah, last week I their did fans write an are. article Kiwis about how not. Greg yeah. Inglis' uh, selection for Queensland was made the whole thing a joke. Um, a lot of people called me an idiot. Some of them asked to be transferred, but I still said my piece. So well, I, I got a lot of, got... lot of
3: hate I got a lot of heat on social media during the week as well. For yeah, complaining about year. um complaining about Jack White not getting picked for the blues. I got a lot of heat. But you know, unlike you sort I you to come into the side. No, he's not. And unlike you, I didn't carry on like cents. I didn't fifty I didn't, cents says he's coming in. Just just hope... listen to what I gotta say. Unlike you, no, when I got some heat online, top I didn't didn't like sulk and cry and carry on and block people. I didn't give them the satisfaction. I just ignored their ridiculous comments.
2: I mean I hope I Yeah, that's how Jack I ignore them, I just weekend. block them.
3: No, you Wait, give them the satisfaction of knowing that they've got to you. By blocking them, you give them the satisfaction of knowing that you have read their comment and in some way it upset you. I just the go, these people beneath me, I don't care. The funniest one actually was on Facebook. It was all Raiders fans are abusing me, saying they didn't know what I was yeah, talking about.
0: That's because you're an idiot. I okay, mean, so okay, i fans, row, I can take it. And, uh, you know, look, Jersey's Megastore is paying good money for this segment and you're not even talking about the team list here. So...
3: Why don't you read the team list from 1 to 13? Or 1
1: where's to the, 17? Where's
0: what the do you money going? Oh, go this is my stinking segment. You guys have been talking shite the entire time. I've been okay. here and polite. Now, I'm talking shut up. Okay, Joe Tarpano and Josh Papaliti in the front row with Zach Wolford in between them. we got Elliot Whitehead in 12. we got Hudson Young in 11. Uh, we've got uh, Sutton in 13. That's a big yeah. thing. Sutton's yeah, in 13.
3: Makes no sense. Then we've,
0: got, then we've got Fogarty in seven. We've got Whiten in six. We've got Seb Chris in four. We've got Timoko in three. One wing, we've got Kotrich. The other wing, we've got And At the back, we've got Javier. On the bench, we have Tom Starling in 14. James Schiller in 15. Oh, it's back ridiculous. From... It is ridiculous. Then we've got Adam Elliott it in 16. Ridiculous. And then we've got Big Red, Corey Horsburgh in the 17. Obviously, when I was the at New South Wales Cup.
3: I was at the New South Wales Cup on the weekend. James still played. He did absolutely nothing. I would have Albert Hopperwadi Hobb- on, on that bench. Yeah, I would have Michael. While we were there? I did. I did. They weren't as good. They were a bit tougher than the previous week. I would have oh. Albert Hopperwadi. I would have Michael Osamua. He was great. If I was, He ran the ball so hard. If I was to have we're an outside on- back on the bench, but we're we're I wouldn't have only- an outside back on the bench. I'd have Corey Hadawira Naira on the bench.
2: We're the only who club can in come the on. that as an outside back and a hooker.
3: Yeah who can come on for Elliot Whitehead, who can't play 80 minutes. He cannot play 80 minutes. And he'll get found out again against the Storm this week, I guarantee you. He can't play 80 minutes.
0: Right, yeah, you've heard it here from Blake. Can't play 80 minutes. Now, you're taking, my 50, cents that, you're taking my 50 cents that, um, that Jack's not going to play. You're saying Jack's not going to play Origin this, this Wednesday night. I'm saying he is. 50 cents. He's 80th man. He's not on the field. Fifty cents. hundred bucks, man, I hope
2: he doesn't play. So yeah. he plays At this for us. Point... I don't know
0: where you're getting your money from. I've got fifty cents that I can afford to lose, not a hundred bucks. Fifty cents. That's what it is. You're right, you're taking that money. So if by any be... chance we were gonna try and beat the Melbourne Storm, how on earth do we do it?
3: We attack their weakness, which we saw in the last game and we saw where they've been exposed recently. The 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 three quarters, they're weak. Yeah, but that's not our strength. So we get early ball out to Timakot and Seb Chris. You, you look at you look at you look at the last game. We did well once we started spinning the ball wide. which is when we played yes. the storm last time, and it was through Corey Hadower and Ira, who's not going to be there inexplicably, and Matt Timico. We started making easy yards. We, we
2: dominated that game for about fifty minutes, but they yeah. got the jump on us at the start, right? Yeah, I
3: I don't know, man. Like I'm, we're not going to beat them up through the middle because look at the the forward pack. We're not going to. It's, it's a one team. You, you look at most teams and you go, yeah, we can beat them up through the middle. I think we're not we had, this team up through the middle.
2: I think we have arguably the top, one of the top three forward packs in the comp, which is us, Melbourne and Parramatta, and that's why we struggled against Parramatta is because they could kind of match yeah. us. Yeah. But we also we've dominated both those games for at least forty minutes, but we just don't have that strike power out wide, which is frustrating. You know, if you listen well, I agree to
0: the way with, with what in that if well if we get them enough early ball, if we get the ball to them quickly, if you put. Matt Timacott, one on one against his opposite number, he's going to win that fifty percent of the time.
1: Yeah, he's I got agree.
0: to get early ball to get that. He's got to get early ball to get it.
2: But get he's playing the damn outside early ball. right now. He's playing outside Hudson Young, and Hudson Young doesn't like to pass. So I, I, I mean, you know? this is this is probably the only time worth talking about it during um, team list. Is I'd love to see, and it's not going to happen. And I know Port raised it against with Ricky the other day, but I'd love to see Jack White and play left centre, Tomoko go to right centre, and then either Schneider or Frawley play left half. Now, I actually think Schneider is a 5'8", not a halfback. He looks like run first, strong defender. You imagine the defense defensive side we'd have with Schneider, Hudson Young and Jack Whiten on the left. And then on the right-hand side, you've got Tomoko, uh, Fogarty, and you know I'd rather have CHN. But that's not going to happen. But I just I – just, I don't see how – we're going to get an advantage apart from trying to win the arm wrestle, and that's really hard against Melbourne because they're so disciplined, yeah. and we know they're going to be disciplined this weekend. Yeah, and they're coming off two losses. they're coming off two losses.
3: They're
1: coming off two losses, right?
3: Yeah. Do you know the last time they lost? This is a style I picked up on the uh, greenhouse. Thanks, G. The last time they lost three games in a row was seven years ago. Hmm.
0: Wow.
2: Wow.
3: It's not
0: good. And I'm going to the game,
2: ladies and gentlemen, and I'm going (laughs) to yell. Have you got Lord Function in?
3: Are you going to yell at Ricky? Are you going to yell at Ricky? I
2: meant to have a
3: Can you (laughs) yell at him? If there's a short dropout, can you let out one of your fuck you Ricks?
2: Yeah.
3: (laughs) (laughs) No. Oh, that's not the
0: same Rick It wasn't for that. It wasn't for our Rick.
2: It was for a different Rick. And for that different Rick,
0: I still say fuck you Rick. For our Rick, we all say.
2: I'm like, love you, Rick. Fuck you, Rick. Love you, Rick. It's a difference. You see the difference, right?
0: Okay. The Storm are going to target three things. These are the three things they're positively coming for. and Scoring points, tackling and better,
2: game. and scoring more points. <laughs> no, that's no. just
0: what they're going to do. They're going to target us in three ways. They're going to target Elliot Whitehead and his lateral defense. Yeah. Absolutely. Every play they do is going to be coming down there. Secondly, they're going to try and ragdoll
1: Javier Savage. Savage. Yeah.
0: Every moment they get an opportunity, they are going to yeah. work that kid over as much as they possibly can ricky needs to be talking about the press um massively as you know he goes through you know this this week stuff Th- those are two things they're positively and the other one is they're going to go up fogarty they yeah. are going to work fogarty over they're going to smash him they're going to put him off and they're going to try and drive him out of the game and those are the three things they are positively going to go at without any question whatsoever everything else will be done they're going to hit those spots and unless we're smart they're going to exploit those completely so for us to to do well we have to get out to those wing three quarters we have to shift the ball early fast and well and get it to our outside men so they can do stuff we've got to try and get quick play the balls as much as we can and we have to hope to god that Papali and Tarpane have huge freaking matches hudson young keeps the form up and so does elliot because i know what you guys have just said about the pack But I actually think in this one, if we can rise to play good enough football and then we actually could possibly get over their pack at the moment. And maybe that is what the Storm's problem is at the moment, is their pack isn't as good. Because once you get down to the bench for them on the pack, on the bench... You know, you're looking at Kamika, Mika, McDonald, and Grant. Now, none of those players are yeah, bad. Right. They're in the Storm system. They're all going to be good, but are they great?
2: I'm with you, mate. Like I, Grant, I would 100 percent put our pack over any other pack of the competition at the moment, off the back of what Tarpin
3: is doing. I would, I, think... I would, if if Papa was, you know, was playing. I, he's he's not, not, I yeah, I, no, but it I, pains I, me I to say because I love he's him fallen so. Off a cliff. He's
2: I don't off know. I wouldn't say it's a cliff. I don't know if it's a cliff. He's fallen I think off I reckon. I, 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 I watched people are highlighting it because of Queensland,
3: but. no. But also, I watched um, Papa closely in in game two of State of Origin just to see where he was at. And you know, he got taken off again after sixteen or seventeen minutes, like he did in the first game. But he was absolutely struggling. Like he was when they took him off, they they obviously played him for as long as they thought he could he could hold up a position there. He, when he came off, he was struggling big time. There's something's yeah. not right about him. And I don't know whether Derek it is, is a I mean, we've, we've, we've signed co-bit. him for he's signed for another four years. If he were to get like a CNK style call, you know, to maybe to go to the Dolphins, go back to Queensland for family reasons. <laughs> are you are you knocking him back at this point in time, Matthew? Ab- the, I'm keeping... No, I, 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 I Josh Papalee here has
0: played every I'm game asking for you.
3: us. I'm not asking you, Paul. No, Matt, I don't care
0: whether you're asking me, I'm not here at your fucking behest.
3: No I wouldn't. Josh
0: Papalee is sacred. He's played every match. Twelve for months the ago he'll play every match. He'll 12 play months every ago, match for the
3: Raiders. Twelve months ago, if I heard that he wanted to go play with his with his best mate Melf at the Dolphins and wanted to early out in his contract, I'd be devastated. But this is this is what we're rugby league's fickle, man. And we're we fickle. It's not about people. for me, it's not about um Well you are. It's not the hard thing is right
2: now, the game is like we were just talking about twenty minutes ago, the game has changed so much that we're we're we've actually now a club that's kind of behind the eight ball. We've got why we've got Croker and Whitehead signed on massive deals that we signed pre vlanders ball that it's just put us in a position where I am gun shy. That if I
3: don't if, know if Whitehead's was was when was Whitehead's Croker's definitely was. I don't yeah, Whitehead's, Whitehead's was on they the were cusp. both
2: after that grand
3: final. But cusp. I just um, I saw Jared Croker at um, at kickbacks on on Saturday with his arm in a, in a brace. Yeah, it's he yeah. He'll we back I, just to shove it, it up you Blarke. Ah,
2: uh, who knows? I hope so, but I don't think so. I don't think it'll happen. If if, just... if
3: if 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 that's what's motivating him, more power to him. But I don't think it's in the best interest of the club that he comes back just to stick it to me, Pork. I
0: don't care why he comes back, but if he sticks it to you, and that's the reason why he's going to dominate next season, well, I'm fully behind it. Unfortunately, it was, there is it, something it, I I agree it, with Blarke on something, and it really saddens me because this this guy is just. Outstandingly good uh, human. He's been great for the club and I've loved him. But Elliot Whitehead, dude, you've got to find something. You've got to find something. cause And he'd hate it as much as anything because he'd be watching those replays. He'd be watching the stuff and he'd be knowing they're coming for me and I'm not up to it. Sia felt the same way last season. He watched that Storm match where they scored through him twice. And that's when he decided. He decided at that point, I'm now the problem. I'm not the. I'm not the
2: thing. Yeah, that but maybe him maybe, then... Paul, maybe the problem is that he's not getting a rest. Like, have fucking C H N on the bench. Yeah. comes on, gives Stop him a break. saying like, he can't play 80 minutes. He like can't play 80 minutes. It's just we're asking a guy that's bled for the club, who's he's like playing at 110 percent to his capacity for 80 minutes. That you know, he he. There's got to be a better way to, for the rotation. We've oh all, look, I.
3: Here's, here's the rotation. Like I said this on the podcast two weeks ago, Cronulla, obviously Wade Graham is is a talisman. And he's an important player, an important figure in their club, but they know he can't play 80 minutes anymore and they're not playing
1: yeah, so they're, minutes.
2: Yeah. So and, they and have, there's an argument. They have, argument. Wilton, they have yeah. Wilton Graham and they roll roll on through.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. But then you go back from Whitehead. He's the captain at the moment, right? If he's not there to be captain, if he's going to be replaced, you can't really have him as captain. So then you got the backup, where at the moment, Ricky's hoisted his thing to Whiten being the next captain. But the problem is, in order to keep Tarpenay for the next deal, we've got to give him the captaincy. So you're in this position where you're going to be,
3: if you do yeah. that, which have I think is the captains, right thing man. to do, Tarpenay yeah, should be important. the captain going forward. I, I, yeah. I don't think that's as important. I don't think that's important. No, it's not. Rugby league captains, who cares? And look, have five captains. I mean, it worked pretty good for the West Tigers. So. Oh, no, Go nuts, no, no, make no. rap on a captain. They Fuck care. It. Go so full. They
0: they, full, they, you know they what I care. want to say I'm not going to say Carbonate it Arpanet you know. cares Whiten cares Whitehead cares Tropic care Thunder because go full of R money word. they yes. care because of money okay it's money they care from that it's destabilizing you things around the club you, money there's money in, yes trust me you don't me. get paid
3: extra to be captain mate
2: uh, pull back the curtain, book. What's going on here? He doesn't
0: know
3: what he's talking about.
0: People, t- people care about the captaincy for a very legitimate reason. They care about, about it. It does make a difference. It's it not makes the captain a a of difference. the English
2: cricket side when you know if you make it, you can write your ticket for the rest of your life. Like you know this- what,
3: actually, they've got this week, I just looked at the Sharks team, they've got uh, Teague Wilton one second row position and uh, Wade Graham the other second row position and then it's all middles on the bench. Strangely enough, enough, they don't have a single winger or hooker on their bench well right, look, i think we he could fill in there but
0: he rolls through there, i think right? we yeah. so now it's time because we've wasted a lot of time <laughs> the extended bench is on the extended bench well we've got Mariota, who i think we've all seen is playing pretty damn well at the moment yeah I no, so he, was, he was he was he was
3: he was very good in reggie's again and uh, we've said he's he's moved up from being that the world's happiest um Oh boy a couple Ball of seasons boy. ago. He's moved up into like serious calculations and he, he he's looking good. He's got the cornrows happening now.
0: Hmm. Well, we got Mariota. Then we got CHN also got the cornrows. Then we got yeah. Emre and then Albert Hopalade. And of course the 18th man is
3: Rob Schneider. I haven't, I um, haven't mentioned at all Emre Gula from the reserve grade game, but I mean, he was someone that, you know, struggled at the start of the year and got thrown to the wilderness. And, uh, he was actually the best player on the field. Uh, for new south wales cup last week he played over 60 minutes he ran for 187 meters or something like that he uh made 31 tackles with one miss four offloads and here's the best thing about an Emre gula performance zero errors not a single one of those dodgy play the balls i mean i know in the past matt uh you said that Emre gula had um hands like feet but i saw none of that i saw none of that on the weekend so I think he's going to be very close to, to returning in, and I would be surprised if actually, uh, for whatever reason he's he's out of Ricky's favour. I don't expect, based on the performance I see, I saw from him on the weekend, him to be at the club next year because he'll get. He's a sort of player, uh, you know, maybe not one of the top not one of the top clubs, but he'll he's good enough to play on the bench for for one of the first grade clubs. So I,
0: well,
1: I can't maybe. imagine
3: he wants to languish I'll- in reserve grade for too long.
0: On the Storm well, Bench, we've got Chris Lewis, Tom hang on Eisenhuth, a second, uh, hang on a second, Yee-Hang, ton Pia and Bronson hey. Garlic with Jade and Nick Arima in 18th.
2: What? What? What do you want? Young young Pia, Too many penises. Anyway, let's get back to my mate Emray. I just had to take a break.
1: Now.
3: What were you doing back
2: there? Uh, uh, mate, I was just, you know, relieving <laughs> what, what myself.
3: What was you
6: doing back there? The... Emre, Goul-
0: did you see the vision behind I sent out to you the other day? The vision behind Daily Terry Evans when he was talking to that presser. I did. Yeah. The guy, the Queensland exactly player on the doing. boundary
2: taking a piss. I, 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 yeah. man, I, I really hope Emre goes on and has a the career that I think he could have. Just like I think that Semi could. Like, I, I see so much potential in Emre Gula that he's still only young, mate. His body shape, his his ability to be able to. To, to to rock and roll when he gets hit like to roll his shoulders like papa he can like i think yeah. he's i feel like he has potential to be a, a, a like a, a 200 game first grader and I, I hope it's at our club and if if papa Lee is moving on i still think Emre could be one that steps up i really do yeah.
3: uh, not that papa Lee is moving on i just said that hypothetically. no but, no, but at some
2: point he will and and, yeah. and i i don't necessarily You're a disgrace know. blake
3: you really are a disgrace.
2: But also i don't know the ins and outs of of of, of Prop rotate like prop football. Like I, I had written off Corey Halsbury yeah. a year ago, and now, mate, he is brilliant. So I'm, yeah, I'll eat my hat. And but I, I still think Emre Gula has a lot to offer this club, and I still think he's a first grade. Yeah,
3: you just needed to get those stupid errors out and those buddy terrible, like those you know hands like feet as you call that's it. A, but that's a nervous ball. energy,
2: right? Like he was trying to get up too soon, or he I was know. overrunning the play, and they both did it. Yeah. They that overrun the hooker, and that was as much on. Tom Starling. Yeah. Tom Starling's left-to-right pass is fucking average, man. It's below All right, park. right,
0: right. Just be, just before we go into this, right, <laughs> we've got the extended bench. I'm looking at it. No, have you haven't Mario even done it. We, uh, we,
3: we haven't gone through. We haven't said the storm extended bench, have we? I have. I said yeah, it. You, you just did. went listening. Okay, Jaden Nikarima. that was one of the the worst comebacks in rugby league.
0: Okay, so a ton of a and Chris Lewis have stuff. Garlick's, you know, whatever, and Nicarima, yeah, that wasn't crash hot. But well, we've got Mariota. He hasn't played first grade. We've got CHN who has. M.R.A. who has. Albert Hopewade. He he's got the, the he's got man? the bloodline.
3: No, he's but he's got the bloodline.
0: I mean what and a got bloodline. Rob Schneider. Th- this is very close, but I'm I'm gonna give this one to the Raiders. Yeah. very yeah, close. I'm to give a, it
3: but to I mean we've got to
2: come oh, down yeah. to who's got to lift.
3: Maybe to say the players that don't have to lift. Joe Tarpany doesn't lift. Hudson Young probably doesn't have to lift. Adam Elliott doesn't have to lift. Corey Horsburgh maybe doesn't have to lift. And have I forgotten? Pretty much everyone else. Well, here's here's his way or or another. Jamal,
0: Jamal, I know that Ricky has his, you've got five, six games to really get it together and start making a thing. You're on that right now. Um, love you. I want you to be the player we all hoped you to be. Have I done, uh, have
3: I done my Black Stradamus on, on Jamal Fogarty? Have no, I said you haven't, but
0: we're, we're okay. going to do it. I think you have, but we're going to get to that. I okay. want you to lift, Jamal. This is it, because what I'm telling you is Rob Schneider's right behind you, and Rob Schneider's ready, okay? So, And he's the future. You know, I believe that Schneider is our future. Teach him well and watch him lead the way. All the He'll noise. Us all the beauty that he has inside. He'll all give the noise. us a strength and pride to make yeah. it easier
3: all the noise coming out of the the Titans is that the reason their season's gone so badly was because they let Jamal Fogarty go. I would be not surprised if there are some back-channel anglings going on for Jamal Fogarty to return to the Gold Coast Titans.
2: I mean, you said that a few weeks ago. I I personally,
3: because we all share a, a
2: group chat, I personally am not as... Critical as Jamal is, I think some of the guys that we all jump on board with. I, I think he's been pretty decent, and I think he's actually trying to, trying to change the outcome of games by running. What the good ball things? A
3: bit what, what if you were to make a highlight video of Jamal Fogarty's season for the Raiders this year? Like, there's a, like a kick. Maybe there was a bomb his, that we scored saw. His kicking against that has been it.
2: No, no. He he's put a kick against
3: Brisbane. That it's a pretty terrible the... highlights package up to this point, is what I'm trying to say.
2: Well, I think
0: I, I, not I, many at the moment if moments. he doesn't if he doesn't lift this weekend to be like and I, it, win, lose, or draw, but if he lifts and stands up and puts in a good performance, then he can have another one after this. It's like I want to see Rob Schneider back there in the in the seven jersey if he doesn't. I really do.
1: I don't I, I don't call that you. early.
2: I think he has more influence on the game. And if if we're worried about um our outcomes and about Fogarty. I would rather drop Seb Chris, put
3: Jack Whiten into the centres, and bring in Schneider into the five yeah. eight position. Look, well, the, the reason that we the reason that we signed um, Fogarty was that, and there was a lot of talk coming out of um, the Indigenous All Stars the start of last season. Laurie was saying that the guy was his talk on the field was unbelievable. He was such, you know, a good leader. It generally got the team around the park, and obviously that's what we brought him in for. You know, we've we've had um, Josh Hodgson being the captain of the ship for so long, Yep. and we need someone to show direct the team around the park. And I just haven't seen it at all. You look at the games that we've blown this year; the second halves have been abysmal. And, and where's the leadership? He's not clearly mm. not providing it.
2: No, but I think that's also comes to a lot of the dominant half is going to Jack, and Jack kicking has been average, and he's also not distributing the ball properly. I I, I think we have a confused and
0: look, and that's that's the second person who's got to lift is Jack. Jack has to yeah, lift. But he but has
2: we, to... Have a, we have a confused state of who's playing what role in the game. Like, yeah, we don't have a dominant half, we don't have a running five eight. We have two kind of halves, kind of five eights, kind of. I personally think that's been the issue, maybe under Ricky for a long time. That I I, I think personally, I think Jamal Fogarty probably has the greatest opportunity to be a dominant half since, uh, who knows, he's, he's more than uh, George Williams and more than Sam Williams and more than, I mean, going back quite a fair way. And I'd just like to see him give another rest of the season to see it out, you know. Personally, maybe. May well, they as well, may, maybe. But at
0: point. the moment, I, what I don't want to do is lose Schneider and Trevelyan. I want to keep them both. And I think they're both worth it. So I want to see them. Trevelyan didn't play again. Trevelyan didn't play again. uh, um, That's that's Hammy as well. And the other person who's got a lift, unfortunately, is our papa. He is down. He's got a lift. Um, He does. He needs to lift. Um, And and what he might need again is he might need a couple of weeks off and come back with, with... he might need a spell. And I think that might be what they're looking at at the moment. But I tell you what, he probably needs a spell after getting bitten in the face the other day by a bee and coming out looking like he was bees, a Bee, bees inmate.
3: Bees sting that do bite, Pock.
0: All right, whatever. It's time to rip in with Arnie J.
6: G'day Raiders fans. We threw away another two points against the Dragons. Some really dumb footy where we sh- shot ourselves in the foot. I suppose if nothing else, we are consistent this year on that front. Talking of silly things to do, we've named a winger on the bench again this week. It's a terrible waste of a spot when that position gets used in the last 10 minutes of a game. We are essentially playing 16 players versus 17 and behind the eight ball before we've even kicked off. Maybe Paul can use his contacts and find out what the hell is going on there. Anyway, let's talk about this week. We have the storm away, which is a hard road trip. All is not lost though. The storm have been going really bad for a while. And when I say really bad, I mean about as bad as we are going as a team. So even though they're sitting third place, as far as the stats and the markers go, they're going about as good as a team in that ninth to twelfth range. So what do we know and how do we exploit it? Well, I thought it was interesting to watch the Maddie Johns show on Sunday night and they were talking about the storm. Maddie said off the cuff that they look like a team where they have five or six blokes getting a needle before each match. Cooper Johns plays for the storm. So I wonder if that was a bit of inside info that slipped out. And as strange as it is to say, the storm are being beaten up front, which is very unstorm like. Their starting forwards have an average age of 29, pushing 30, and that's obviously not including Grand at Hooker. So maybe these are the guys that are carrying the injuries that need to get those needles. So the Raiders forwards. So let's exploit this. Their forwards are not going great. So let's take our angry pills before the game. Let's put ourselves on a no-sex ban for the week and get up in their face and bruise them like they haven't been bruised before this year. After about 20 minutes, start shifting the ball around with lots of little passes around that middle and catch some, some of those tired forwards napping. And do that and do it well. I was hoping Munster would be out again this week, but he has been named. Meany was close to a witch's hat at six last week. Whether Munster plays or not, we need to be attacking those wing and three quarters relentlessly. The Sharks absolutely tore them apart on the edges last week and they have given our coaches a pretty good template to study. Jerome Hughes had a poor game, so we need to watch him closely because it's unlikely he'll have another poor game again. Pappenhausen was also not himself last week. He certainly got bashed around pretty badly, so let's hope he is a late scratching for this game. If he does play, our kicks need to find the grass and preferably away from him. The Storm winners will be much easier to pick off. So we certainly are underdogs. There's no doubt about that. But from what I've seen in the stor- from the Storm in the last month, we do have some chance to win to get our finals hopes back on track. Enjoy all your eight games of rugby league this week and go, you green machine.
0: Look, he's a crazy man. He's wild. He, he looked is. seriously scary after that bee bite. Um, yeah, he is. He's Look the out, head bee out guy. Look at those no people that he doesn't it. like. because yeah, he's got it in for some out. people, and yeah, yeah, and he'll sort you don't out. Mess he'll with sort him. you out. Don't, um, piss.
3: don't piss him off. That's all.
0: You, you know? Yeah, don't. He'll he'll turn on you. Somebody you can mess with, and I believe uh, Matthew is going to be messing with this weekend is uh, our Lord Funkington, and he's an idiot.
7: G'day everyone, Lord Funkington here, still riddled with Rona, and now riddled with rage about shocking refereeing, yet again we get screwed over because they don't have the balls at head office to make the big calls, makes me sick, sick of it for years and years, God. But I've moved on, it's bye week now, our precious Canberra Raiders having a bit of a rest before they come down to Melbourne to beat up on the Storm and charge towards the Finals. There's a lot of frustration out there, everyone, and I understand that. I understand why. We should we're better than we are. We should be further up the ladder than we are, but we're not, and that's how it is. So let's take this break, to reset, re-establish, put those green jerseys back on, for God's sake. After yet another horror outing in the blue, don't call the team the milk. Don't call the team the milk, God. Listen to Blake in the Pork, your number one Raiders, Raiders podcast have a week off put the feet up watch these other slubs build the crap out of each other and we will come back for the last few weeks of raiders rugby league ready to rock take it easy everyone
0: and as i said going into that segment he's an idiot so you know anything his views i mean apart from you know may raiders by 56 lord let that come true this weekend um most things uh yeah pretty stupid um and you know talking about really really stupid You can't go past the Shark, who's on tour in the USA right now.
8: All right, what's up, everybody? I'm uh, literally at a Phillies game right now in Philadelphia. And, um, yeah, the Phillies are uh, tied. It's one all with the Nationals, and it's the top of the fifth. Aaron Nolas pitching a gem. It's a two-hit, one-run game. And uh, I know you're really excited about this, rugby league fans because the Raiders lost pitifully in the gong after I said that they would win by 56. Uh Uh-oh, hear that? Say that? Oh, no. Dracula's here. He's here to to suck your blood because the Raiders suck your life force because they are the most infuriating team on Earth. And I still love them, but they can kiss my ass sometimes. Well, I'm going to get back to enjoying this game because uh, it's infinitely more enjoyable and less frustrating than the Raiders losing to the Dragons. Uh, they definitely won't lose this weekend because uh, they're not playing. There you go. Look on the, light, the bright side of life. Uh, musical pick for this week, uh, Philadelphia Freedom by Elton John. That guy's cool, right? You guys like uh, music? Yeah. That's great. Listen to the sounds of the game. See? It's like cricket, but like a real thing, a real sport doesn't suck. All right. I love you guys. Go you Green Things.
0: Now, a lot of people had a bit of a go at him being really, really drunk on that segment he did before he left the States. I personally didn't. I thought it was magnificent theater. Um, Who? Who
3: had a go at him? Um, guy, uh, what's it? Idiots. Not on... your boring public service mates. Again. No, 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 no. No, I don't care what they say. The idiots on the Green Machine
0: podcast, they were saying it was a little bit loose you know did we have no yeah. self-respect and i said clearly not clearly we
2: don't no, we want we want the shark to be loose we, we let the shark loose he's not the goldfish he's the shark <laughs> he's the shark and the reason <laughs> why we have him is because he's a shiving motherfucker from canberra <sighs> now bring it on sharky yeah very good. we want to get yeah. next week's we love right. it
0: mate but i mean are there reasons to be cheerful reasons to be cheerful part three and and this is the sad thing. Okay, guys, you've got to come through no. for me this weekend. What are the reasons to be cheerful? What am I? What when, am I hoisting?
3: When when the when the eternal eternal optimist company man, you know everything's positive. It's gonna be okay, guys. Raider right Nick? No, <laughs> not Raider right Nick. I'm talking about the pork. Um, when he can't even when he can't even come up with a reason to be cheerful, it's pretty grim. We've been here before. We've dug ourselves out. You know all i can say is you know a a win a win fixes everything whether we get that win this week against the melbourne song i doubt it Uh, i doubt but we still okay reason to be cheerful although results pretty much every result of the last two weeks has gone against us we are still a mathematical possibility of finishing in the eight
2: yeah but as soon as you hear that term we are a
3: mathematical possibility Well, we—I you know your season's
2: like in the shitter it's like like we have the full support of the board It's Back still, it's still
3: better than, it's still better than mathematical. It's still better than mathematical. I know, but, but
2: know. I, I, do the lady. We're two the lady, points out of the eight. I do the two points pro- of the eight. predictor like all the time, and this, this week it's it's awful. Um, it's awful. Reasons to be cheerful. Uh. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, uh, that's
0: that's where I'm at. So look, um, reasons to be
2: cheerful. Um. <laughs> no, I've got, a, I've got, I've got a reason to be cheerful. Do you now? Our reserve grade sides won four in a row. Yet. We've beaten our first, second, End and third. Earth? We're now we're now sitting I think we're sitting third or fourth. And and it's not just because our reserve graders are doing well, it's because they have been gutted as well. Like we can talk about how we've had spine changes in first grade, but every time something happens in first grade, it's a ripple effect in the in the reserve grade and then throw on down the juniors. That we have one of the youngest reserve grade sides in the competition and we're We've been hitting form and winning, yeah. so I'm. They're that's a great mi- reason to be cheerful. Like our had, club is in a good state.
3: They've pretty much had a different um, number one every single game. I think. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: No, number number
1: number
2: right. is, the, the average, yeah. the average age of that side is Rushton Mooney. You know, like they're young yeah. kids, yeah. and they're doing really well. Yeah. And after COVID, where... and Matt Fraley. Matt
3: Frawley is like um, like Arnie J. He's not as old as you think he is. He surprised
0: me you, thought. Yeah, well, there you there go. You go. Okay, so reasons to be cheerful. Uh, the last, for me, the last time we went into a match where I felt as despondent and without hope as this was back in 2020 when after the break we shaped up to the Roosters up at the SCG and yeah. we were missing all those players and I just thought, oh my God, how much is it going to be by? And then we won. So I guess reason to be cheerful is last time I felt this um, like this, we won. But you
3: know, was that the first, was that the first game post George Williams? Because he didn't play that game, did he? I think um, I think Sam Sam Williams played that game. I'm not sure. I
2: can't remember. Anyway, the other just, the other game where we were low and everyone thought we we're going to lose was against the Roosters. Um, when who was injured? Was that did I just miss out what you were saying? The game the SCG. Yeah, in when, yeah yes. that's exactly there what we were talking about. <laughs> thanks for paying attention,
0: Matthew. No, it's good. I'm glad you're glad you're on here,
2: mate. I, I've started to lose faith in what you say when you said what we should do is try and kick off and just kick it as hard as we can to the first guy. Yeah. I mean, mean, I'm I'm talking,
0: I'm talking just absolutely (laughs) nail it right at that person because they've either got to dodge it or they're going to drop it. Or on some miracle, they might catch it, but they'd be out of their mind to do it rather than a short drop. I I think, I I think, I think, I love that we're
2: playing first grade rugby league like it's under seven. Yeah. Get the Wait, ball minute, and get arms it, and run
3: Find the smallest kid on the field. That's the hooker. Yeah, find the smallest kid on the field and there. run at him. Well, I thought my idea about sort of the li- rugby union style lifting was, was a lot more proactive. <laughs> oh, anyway, we, an we're an okay, on so to... Okay, so we've got, um, got a listener of the week. week,
0: and I don't have one because I think you all suck, but more to the point, Blake
3: does have a listener of the week. No, I've always got listeners of the week. I've got a spreadsheet as well, and we'll listener of the week this week. Hopefully, we haven't given it to him before. so pleased
0: you've got a spreadsheet.
3: Yeah, I do. Number 93 is Ben McLeod up in Newcastle. Right. Benny McLeod. Good man. Good, man. Good, good contributor. Big fan of the show. Loves to do Lego in his uh, Ask Clown beanie.
2: We should That's try fantastic. and have like a get together with all of the listeners of the week at the end of the season where we all have a beer. Whether it be in person or virtual, that could be a fun little thing that we all do.
0: Right. Right.
2: I'm looking at Blake. Blake's like, uh, <laughs> Blake I don't I want, want to meet those people. <laughs>
0: Blake doesn't want to meet the proletariat. I don't want he's, he's to hang into out with T-Mac. All.
2: I'm off the T-Mack. Croatian I'm off and Blake T-Mack. has just looked across the oh, border and seen a T-Mac, you you've re- you've really,
0: you've really shook things up with your commentary last week. You really shook them up. All, all I'm telling you <laughs> is you put people off balance, T-Mac. So, you know, maybe come I'm back off, if you are on love. T-Mack. I'm off T-Mac. He's T-Mack. off T-Mac. <laughs> okay. yeah, we've decided Phoebe's going okay. number one for us.
3: Always has been. And odds-on favourite to take out the uh, Raiders with view with Blake and the Pork uh, 2022 competition. It's now, looking
0: very clean. And, you know, like you've got to there's, take there's, a picture a big, of with you with your yeah. ass clown.
3: Just what? listen, Pork, there's a big thing coming up. Um, round 22 versus the Dragons is bring back the banner day at Canberra Stadium. And they're encouraging people to make banners and bring them to the ground. So, if there was ever an opportunity to rep a Blake and the Pork banner at the ground at a game, and presumably the coverage will be showing all the banners as well because they make a big deal of it.
0: It's round 22. So make sure Sunday, you spell Ars correctly. Because I will be deciding who wins this thing.
3: Raiders by fifty six. Well, that's the banner we want to see. Raiders by fifty six. Yeah, Raiders by fifty six.
2: Wins it forever.
0: Yeah. You know, or just Raiders review with Blake and the pork. Oh no, There's something there that gets it out there.
3: I'm gonna, I'm gonna be there. You get on the sideline for that game? I'm gonna be know. there with, with the banner. Hold up a banner It's, it's gonna say pork. Hey, pork shows you pickle.
0: <laughs> and I will. <laughs> I have no shame it's going to happen but you know in that prize because it is a magnificent prize there's Audio Technica turntable there's my personal seven inch copy of the Raiders song um uh seven inch version we got jalapenos we got Arnie J's honey uh we got the John Sharkey shoot out the cameras um uh LP we've got the John Sharkey shoot out the cameras t-shirt which is just absolutely appalling I almost wore it this morning then I remembered it was part of the uh, prize and I didn't put it on um, we've got Lansby record vouchers uh, we've even got an Ask clown beanie involved yeah, all, in that. all
3: the ones that the players haven't picked up speaking yes, of Landspeed the- vouchers the man of the match voucher went to um, Jay Tarpany again last week. In case you Again, want
0: who now I yeah. think almost... Seven in a row be, or something. Seven or eight in a row. It must be unbackable now to win the Mel meninga Medal. I can't see... The only player in our side I think could have been getting any points no. consistently no, is Adam Elliott. That's yeah, it. But the he's only, not, he's not winning. He's not this winning. Is, this just, is a
3: season. This is a breakout. This is like, you know... You, you have Camp yeah. I wait, yeah. wait, yeah, I know, but We better
2: sign it. We better sign him before November 1st because every other club is going to offer yeah, him a of million course. dollars. Of oh, I they're...
0: think he's going to be waiting to see what that is. He'd be out of his mind to take him out of that bucket before that's decided. I guarantee you that that young man will be waiting for all those offers to come in. That doesn't mean he's going to leave us. That means that he's going to be weighing up all opportunities that come his way. And, and you know, if I was in charge of him, that's what I'd be telling him to do too. That doesn't mean he's going to leave. That just means... I mean, we could go out there and give him, throw the kitchen sink at him and say, you know, you can have all this, that and the other. It's such a good deal. He doesn't even bother looking, but you know, it's off the table come, uh, to, you know, 31st of October, it disappears, you know, and
3: then after that, whatever, I don't think that's wise. Look, it's, it's, it's a to business, mind. and Deadlines. you say it's a business. You're when, the
0: one who was just saying but, before that we should get rid of Josh Papalee, our Josh Papalee. I said if the dolphins. opportunity
3: comes, if he wants to leave, I wouldn't
0: stand okay. behind well, you. Talk, you might throw but, him we, over the fence you, like a heart. lovers, lovers time,
2: out, time out. No, no, time out, lovers. Let's, here, here's not hypotheticals. We're losing five players next year. We're losing mm. Elliot. We're losing mm. Sutton. We're now losing C&K. Um... And there's two others of the lost to me at the moment but um if we're looking to go into the market and obviously we have a couple on some long deals where would you think our weakness is that we want to sign
0: oh i i i think we've really struggled for that last line of defense i know everyone's got half year up there but the one of the first things i would be looking at is how do we make that last line of defense as good as it's been um but uh, hooker Half spine, spine players. If we're going into the market, it's the spine yeah, that I'm looking at.
3: But who can you get? I think Jake Connor from England's coming. I think that's a done deal. I think the well, I hope the price kid is
2: going go... to I personally, I I, I I'd probably go after like an outside back, maybe out of the Brisbane yeah system. That's not going to make it. Like like a Tessie New or Herbie Farnworth. Try and still. I, re- I think Farnworth's.
3: I think Farnworth's resigned for. I know, but
2: he has, but. There's there's a few ripples up there now with um,
3: Reese Walsh going. I don't well, know because they want They've all been promised they can play fullbacks. The, the, the oh, no. I, I know. Like what I was going to say, Falk. What I was going to say, before When you start talking about your October thirty one deadline, when was the last time a club imposed a signing on a player to re-sign by a certain date and it actually panned out?
0: Oh, either no, no, you're still yeah. in never, the market. It never works. This is a really good deal no, in order to it get never, you across it the line it never now. Works. After that, we'll be in the market with everyone else.
3: It never works that we're going to pull those deals off the table. It never works, and then so not only does it not work, you look at the West Tigers' numerous cases they've imposed deadlines on players. It never works. It doesn't work, and then you look like a fool when you, the deadline comes and goes, and you have to actually say, "Oh, actually, no, no, that doesn't really, you know, if you if you want to stay, you can still stay. Forget about that whole deadline thing." Yeah, but that's the deadline West is not a good idea. It's don't, better, don't. beyond beyond the West Tigers. There's never I can't think of a single case in rugby league when someone has in impo- club has imposed a deadline on a player to sign by a certain date, and it's actually worked out. Ultimately, with with Joe Tarpany and everyone else, it's like I, I've already thought this through. If he wants to stay, he'll stay. Yeah. And if he wants to go, he'll go. And presumably, look, you know, he's going to make similar money. I don't think there's going to be a David a situation where someone's going to offer him one point two million. You know he's and probably we'll after we've watched what's happened to David for feeder Yeah, yeah he's going to get offered no, it's 850, 900 stay. and it's, he can choose stay. where he wants to earn that money. And if he wants to go to to the Roosters and win a premiership, you know maybe he will, maybe he will. But if he wants to stay with the Raiders, he'll mm. stay. And whether we, you know, lose sleep over it, doesn't make any difference, man. Doesn't make any difference. No, so I'm, I'm I'm calm. I'm calm about it.
0: Oh, I'm glad I'm coming you're about coming out. about it because I can see it's, it smells like 2004 to me. Um, which I really don't like the idea of. But look, coming up we've got Saturday 23rd of July, uh, 3pm Warriors at home, so a day match against a side that nominally we might even be able to beat. Um, win! Nominally, nominally. Yeah. Then Saturday 30th July after that um, we've got 3pm away to the Titans. So win! That'd be really nice to be able to win that. And then... Uh, have, those, have you been t-
3: drinking again, Matthew? Have you been drinking again? This is what happened this is what happens when he's away from the
0: the, uh, the yeah, family. away from the, away from the ball and chain he decides to go and get on the on the source. Is that right, Matthew? Is that what you've been doing? Down then in right you
2: viewer Blake and the pork is proudly sponsored by the beer in my hand.
0: What is the beer in your
2: hand? panhead but we're going to win every game for the rest of the season and, and, then, and roll, then roll, roll we into come the rest of the comp
0: on 6 of the August. Brad
2: is going to get the Clive Churchill we come home on the 6 and play Penrith. That's a win. We do.
0: At home yeah, it's 5:30 match so that's obviously a win. We're definitely going to win that one because who are they? They're no one that so anyway I would love to go along there and boo um Stephen Croydon. Well you know, I I'd I'd assume you go. He, to- he will
3: probably have the he'll probably have the last laugh.
0: You have been listening to the podcast formerly known as the third most popular Raiders podcast on the internet. Raiders of you with Blake and the Pork. I'm the Pork. I'm Blake. And, that's, and I'm Heather. Yeah, that's Heather over there. All the way from 2902 with his shiv. Oh, no, you're not the shiv one. You're the good-looking boy. That's right. I've forgotten that one. Anyway. We have shivs. <laughs> I wish I had a shiv. Anyway, we'll talk at you again soon.
1: Blake and the Pork.
4: There he is going. It's Hook Griffin here. Um, I just wanted to address some of the rhetoric uh, from the game on Sunday. Um, I suppose I'm a bit disappointed at. Some of the fallout, sure the ref made a couple of errors, but I thought he had a fantastic game. And new Raiders fans blowing up about it? Um, how about showing a bit of humility and giving the mighty dragons a bit of credit? Um, we had to defend for long periods in that game and... Sure, the Riders had a couple of things go against them, but I don't think it can be argued that the better team won. Um, so, suck it up, Riders fans, the Dragons are charging towards that 8